When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, it's Favaz. Uh, Casey Tapes this week, we're going to do a repeat because I'm on vacation. You, man, is not in the building, so we can't record one for this week. But we're going to do a repeat of Brian May of Queen that uh, we did, um, gosh, I, I think it's been like three years ago. So anyway, enjoy Brian May of Queen. It's Casey 95. It's the Casey Tapes. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. It's time for another edition of the Keishi Tapes. I'm John Eulett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. Favaz, Keishi Guy, and episode 14 is Brian May of Queen. Brian May, one of the great guitarists of all time, needless to say, a man with his own sound, a brilliant individual. He's uh, an astrophysicist. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, yeah, he didn't graduate from college. What was it? We were just looking this up recently when we were talking about rock stars who've graduated from college and how few of them there, there, there are. Right. And he, I think it's an honorary degree he has. An honorary, because uh, the things that I've been hearing lately, because China just landed an air, uh, you know, some kind of craft on the dark side of the moon. I don't know if he was involved with that, but his name kept coming up that he has been contributing to the study of, of that and, and whatever. And huh. so I was like, huh. Brian May, who, I mean, I yeah. knew, knew he was smart, but yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> no, he was that smart. You know, <laughs> he and, um, oh, gosh, oh, played in Steely Dan. Uh, Fagan or Becker? No, 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 no. Uh, Skunk Baxter. Jeff Skunk Baxter. Y- yes. Used to be in the Doobie Brothers. Yes, yes. And uh, he is a, a defense, nuclear defense specialist. Is he still? Because I remember when, when he was. Uh, years ago, I just and, wonder and, if he was still. And the U.S. Doing. government consulted with him. He, <laughs> he he was like an important dude. He was always the guy in the Doobie Brothers that would that would sit down, play guitar, had real long hair, and had sunglasses. On. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are consulting with him. It's yeah. great. You know. So uh, those are the two smartest guys I know uh, in, in rock and roll history. So and the reason we're doing Brian May. Uh, this interview, which is from 2004, is because Bohemian Rhapsody just won the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture. And Rami Malek, who uh, portrayed Freddie Mercury in that film, won the Golden Globe for Best Actor. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You saw the movie. What did you think of it? I gave it, uh, I think I gave it four out of five humans. I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, um, I thought, uh, as I said on the air, I thought they had him a little overbucked. With his, with his teeth, um, and then I saw him on the Golden Globes, and it's like still they, Bucky. Yeah, they still didn't. They didn't have to overbuck him too much because he was already bucked. Yeah, because he, he's constantly <laughs> always wanting to close his mouth, purse yeah. his lips, or yeah. or whatever. His, his, his kind, it looks kind of like, kind of look like the uh, the is it the grandpa on uh, on the Simpsons? Uh, his, his <laughs> upper lip was always hanging over. Yes, yes. I don't know. You know, and uh, I thought that movie was good too, but I would have preferred the. R-rated version of Queen, and I've said this 
on the air a million times, as good as a movie as it was. You know, Roger Taylor, the, the drummer, and Brian May, the producer, uh, they didn't want to go that route. They wanted to go the route that they went. And, I mean, look at the success they had. The, you know, the Academy Awards are coming up. Who who knows? Right. But what was really funny, and I don't know if you, what, did you watch the Golden Globes at all? Do you watch that kind bit. of stuff? No. So Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. you know, he was there. He was originally cast as Freddie. That's right. And he didn't like the fact that this was going to be a PG version of Queen. So he was bumping heads with Brian May and everything. And boom, he got the boot. Rami Malek steps yeah. up, and now he wins the Golden Glove. How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah. Did the camera cut to uh, Sasha? Sasha. Mm-hmm. When when uh, Malek got the award, or no? Um, no, no, they, didn't, they didn't. But he was he was up for something else. I think yeah. he was up for his TV show. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it was just funny that they were both there re- in real yeah. close proximity yeah. to one another, along with Brian May and Roger Taylor. Now, I think Brian May looks like Beethoven. Yeah, I know. His hair is all gray, but he's got it all still. I know. So. He's got it all, but the way that it lays, I said to my wife while we were watching, I was like, Brian May looks like one of those judges from yeah, the 1700s with one of those fake wigs. He really yeah. does. And whereas Roger Taylor looks super cool, man. Yeah. I mean, he's got a mustache and beard and right. quaffed and, and uh, everything. I yeah. just, it, it's, it's crazy the re, I don't want to say resurgence because Queen has always, you know, their music has been in advertising for a long time. It's, it's out there right now. I uh, just saw... Uh, a commercial. I can't remember what it was, but uh, this movie has just, you know, yeah. blown up for them and and good for them. Yeah, you know? and and the, the debauchery part of it too. That some people say it's not uh, wasn't um, um, R rated. Uh, R rated. We already know that stuff. I mean, if you read any of their books, any of the autobiographies, it's like, all right, I know it was sex and drugs. We get that. I wanted more of the. The uh, substance of you know how the music was made and uh, you know, the way the band evolved and 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 I'm into who, that. Who had who had most who had the input at this particular time or that particular time? A little bit of the romance, but a little I love bit sex, but, drugs, and rock and roll. I love yeah. to hear about. it. I love to read about it. I know, but yeah. I, to me, it would have gotten boring. I think. Yeah. I don't know. They won the Golden Globe, so I have no room to speak. What's Yeah, no, you don't. You don't. I should just shut up. So this interview is from 2004. It is Brian May uh, calling in, and it was in support of the Queen musical at the time. Queen's music was put to a musical, and uh, that's the, the reason he was calling, so... Here we go. Rock Radio KC95. That's Nickelback and figured you out. It's Favaz, and he's on the phone. And, uh, boy, I tell you, when I was uh, told that I could interview Brian May of Queen, I was like, what is going on with Queen and stuff? But we're going to find out right now. Brian May, good afternoon. Hello, Guy. How you doing? I'm great. Uh, where are you calling from today? I'm in Los Angeles. Are you? And we just drove down from Las Vegas where rehearsals have just started for We Will Rock You. Yeah, let's, uh, first of all, we'll, we'll talk about that first. This is uh, what's going on. We Will Rock You. It's a... Big hit musical uh, based around Queen's music, and it's been playing in London's West End for two sold-out years, and now it's coming to America. It's going to Las Vegas at the theater at the Paris in That's Las right. Vegas. I'm Correct. so happy. <laughs> what, what, what could it be about, Brian? I mean, I've read about it, but what, what is this whole thing about? Well, it's, um, it's the Queen musical, I guess, which um, has been in our minds for 30 years or so. It's incredible. I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, but um, the key to, to what it is is that it's set in the future, and it's a, a story which is satirical and very funny. You know, it's a comedy, and uh, it's also a big rock show. Um, a comedy? A comedy. You know, Brian May, yeah, I, I, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't either. But, but 
you hear Brian May and you're like, I could never imagine him pissed off. Yeah, he's always at level. Yeah. He's always just very, you know, very nice guy. And even the guy that played him in the movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, not only looks like Brian May, he sounded just like him, too. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, he's a, a proper Brit, if yes. you will. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's the first time that this has really been pulled off. Um, it's a story about kids in the future who are unable to, um, well, they're not allowed to play rock music. You know, it's been banned. It's been long eradicated from culture you know people are just fed boy bands and girl bands and um, advertising and internet and they think they're happy but they don't know anything you know <laughs> so um this story is about a bunch of kids who decide they're going to rediscover the spirit of rock music that's, that's what the journey is who, whose idea was that it's uh, it was the idea of ben elton now he's not so well known in this country but i know there's a very big cult following for things like blackadder and the young ones he's a very well-known and very hugely successful comedy writer in England. Has been for a number of years. He came up with the idea. He's a friend. And um, just in, at a stroke, he eliminated all our previous attempts. We'd been working on, working on scripts and workshops, mainly based on sort of Queen history. And this is not about Queen history. You know, this is about the future. And that's the key to, to how exciting it is. I oh, I see. Well, that's so they're going to make it a comedy because it's not about Queen's past. Right. It was about their future at the time. Right. I don't know. How did that ever turn out? Any? I don't remember, yeah. I, to, to be honest. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was a hit. Um, but, but before uh, we did this recording of this podcast, I looked up to see how much Brian May is worth because it seems like it always comes up <laughs> when we're talking about it. It just right. happened with Greg Allman. You want to take a guess at what Brian May, what, what he's could be worth? I mean, you know, I don't know how accurate yeah. these things are, but uh, Greg Allman was only worth $15 million. Right. So what do you think Brian May of Queen uh, is Brian worth? Brian May, not heard much about his love life, so we don't know about right. divorces and things like that. So he's probably right. been very quiet in that regard. Seems like a guy who gets along with everybody, so he probably doesn't have much of an issue with women that may have uh, <laughs> taken half his, his earnings. Uh <laughs> And, and maybe rightly so. Hi, I don't know. <laughs> That's Jane's wife. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say sixty million. Way low. Way low. Way low. Mm-hmm. Now you have to consider all of the great Queen music. So he earned royalties off of that because he, you know, he had sure. songwriting credits with Freddie and just about everything. And when when, when was this? Uh, uh, I think uh, when did you check? I just checked oh, you yesterday. Just checked. Oh, just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and, and all of the commercials that have Queen music in the and the musical, and, and I don't really think it counts the movie uh, in there. Okay. You know, so but it will someday. Yeah, one hundred fifty million. One hundred fifty. You're you're close. One hundred and seventy five million dollars. Wow. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So then you got to wonder what the other guys in the band. Well, Roger Taylor is is just below him. Is he? Yes. And, he's like at 170, 165. Yeah. And he's off the radar screen. You don't even hear him hardly ever no, no, comment Roger, or anything. Roger Taylor is the drummer. No, he comments. It's John Deacon who oh. doesn't have anything to do. Yeah. He just wants to get paid. Yeah. He's like, you know, to Brian and Roger, go ahead and do what you want to do. That's cool. Just make sure I get my cut. Right. <laughs> That's right. basically. And I didn't look him up. But yeah. well, let's know. look him up. All right, Looking go up. ahead and uh, press play. Yeah, but but even even Roger Taylor though, as the drummer, I mean, he's not the face of Queen. No, this day anymore. It, it is Brian May. It's and it's so he's kind of in the background the there, ghost of Freddie. earning the money. Yeah. You know, they're going back out on tour this summer with Adam Lambert. I wonder what he's getting. He must yeah. be making some good money.
think. And, and what's the music like? I mean, are, are, are there's a live orchestra or who? It's a totally live band, yeah, who, who play the Queen songs. Everything's live. We have fantastic singers. In, in this case, it's an all-American cast, which we've personally auditioned um, all over the states. It's the creme de la creme of, of great singers, great young singers and actors, dancers. Um, such a powerful company. And the musicianship is already great. I can only think that Freddie would be digging this big time. Freddie would love it, yeah. He's <laughs> up there with a big, big, wicked smile on his face, yeah. Now the <laughs> sh- Go ahead. It's, it's odd. You know, the story is set in the future, but as time goes on and, and you get to the second half, you realize that the clues that these kids are searching for have been left in the past, you know, by people who wanted things to be re- rediscovered. And so Queen has a part in this, as do, you know, a lot of other uh, great rock artists. So there's a lot of rock history in here set in the future. Once again, it's called We Will Rock You, musical based on Queen's music, and it will open September the 8th. Previews start August 16th, and this is at the Paris in Las Vegas. So if you're going, I'm going to give this phone number out real quick. What year was this? Uh, 04. 04. 04. Oh, John Deacon is worth, you want to take a guess? Not, not as much as uh, Roger Taylor. Oh, you didn't say what Roger Taylor was worth. Well, I said he's he just oh, below. He's just below Brian May. Brian okay. May is 175 million. I think Roger Taylor was 165, something like that. John Deacon, 125. <laughs> exactly. Really? That's it. Yeah, and he's the guy that wrote the the riff to Another One Bites the Dust. There you go. You know, that's all it takes. So they all contributed at some some point. You know. Get tickets for it. 877 Rock Show. I don't know why. 877 Rock Show. 877 Rock Show. That is awesome. So <clears throat> let's get to Jaguar here, Brian. Yeah. Um, so many bands now, these days, in the last 10 years, are really, you know, they're, they're, they're giving their music or selling their music to, you know, for products and things like that. I remember back in the 80s, you know, people like Mellencamp and Springsteen saying they would never do this. Uh-huh. W- would Queen have given I'm in love with my car to Jaguar 20 years ago? Interesting question. We were never too precious about such things, you know. I mean, obviously, we 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 care about the catalog and everything, but I think if somebody came up with a, with something which had a sense of humor and a good spirit to it, usually we would say yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't have this sort of attitude that you have to sort of preciously guard things, you know. I think the the music is for the people, and and if people want to take it up, it's a great compliment, you know, whether it's for a film score or. TV series or an ad or whatever. Of course, there is a line which you don't want to go over. You don't want it to be trashed. Sure. But if people, you know, feel that it it, it makes contact, then I think that's that's a great thing, you know, and it can trigger um, a whole new audience who will get into our stuff, and that can't be bad. Absolutely, and that no, is exactly true. what has happened. And, and, and with all the video games, uh, you know, uh, that have come out, Rock Band and uh, guitar or whatever, you know, that's how people discovered a lot of this music. Uh, the younger crowd, you know, here, all we had was radio to listen to. It just happened to me recently. Uh, 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 Cosmo uh, Sheldrake was the artist and song Come Along in the Apple iTunes commercial. Oh. Or not iTunes, Apple new, the Apple iPhone. Or phone the, uh, the, 10 the or watch something. or something yeah. like that, yeah. I'd have never been exposed to that song if it weren't for that commercial, right. and no, I bought I, it. Yeah. So, you know, but, but if, if I was a major artist and I had a song... I think I'd want to know in what context my song is going to be used. Now, with Queen and, uh, you know, I'm in love with my car and it was going to be Jaguar, it's kind of obvious. But there are other issues, you know, or other songs out there that, you know, hey, they want to do your song. You're going to get a lot of money for it, you know, your copyright or yeah. whatever. But I'd want to know how oh, it's going to be oh, used. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I wonder if they... If artists have a say, or at least do, do they give final approval or well, something I bet like they that. do. So. I would imagine they do. 
Oh, that's a that's a good thing. And and you know what? Make you know I thought of. Oh wait, what's the phone number again? Stop! I can't believe it? I gave out a phone number. I hate giving Led out Zeppelin phone numbers. Rock- I hate giving out phone yeah. numbers on the air. It's just a waste of time because people aren't paying attention. That's why I keep asking. What's that number? <laughs> Role and I the know. Cadillac campaign. Oh, really? I didn't know about that either. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, that's been going on for at least a year and a half, maybe two oh, years. Right. And uh, now, it, you know, and I've been seeing the Jaguar commercials with I'm in Love with My Car. Of course, it was uh, written by uh, Roger Taylor, and yes. it really fits well, I got to tell you. I mean, yeah, I have to see this. We, we've only been in the States about four days, so I so, get to see these things. I hear there's the Viagra thing, too, going on. <laughs> with your music? Yeah, apparently we're the champions. He's on the Viagra. <laughs> oh, I have seen that. Yes, I have. The guy comes like running out of his house, jumping up and down like he, you know, just got laid or something. Like yeah, everybody <laughs> seems to have seen it. Yeah. Oh God. Funny. Uh, uh, I mean, Fred would have had a big. big oh my God! Yeah, he would have definitely loved that one. Uh, oh yeah, why? Viagra. <laughs> That's what he said. And 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 I I mentioned rock and roll by Led Zeppelin was in the Cadillac commercials, mm. and he didn't even know about it. Yeah, maybe no. they don't run it by him. I don't know. Oh, man. You would think they would. I, yeah. And why do you think Freddie would have loved the Viagra so much? Well, because uh, he's a jokester. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loved uh, Viagra jokes. Yeah. Which he wasn't even around when he was alive. Um, and now I hear, uh, finally, that uh, We Will Rock You, or in conjunction with that, you guys are doing a complete update of your greatest hits album. That's right, yeah. It'll be a new version update, you know, high quality. With a- Is there a phone number we can get so we can Stop. get it? Stop. A couple of bonus tracks, including no. I'm In Love With My Car. Right, with that one and also Under Pressure. Yeah. And, and a live uh, version of Time Mother Down from Milton Keynes, 1982. So, uh, do, you know, and I know you've had a, a few greatest hits out. Do, do, these things never get old to get put out because it seems like, the, you know, the quality of the remastering, everything just gets better and better each time. That's true, yeah. I don't know how far, it, how much further it can go. But I know. But this stuff sounds sensational now, I must say. Yeah, I'm very pleased with it. Kind of seems uncomfortable talking about business to you, doesn't it? You think so? I don't think yeah, so. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's he's going know. along with it, but uh, he he doesn't want to offer more information than he needs to. Hmm. I don't know. I think you that, should. That's your opinion, John, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> Play the damn interview. Are you surprised, Brian, by the influence that Queen still has today? I mean, what, what year did you guys start? It's a good question. Thank you. About 1970. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like another lifetime. Yeah, I tell you, man. Three lifetimes ago to me. But did Um, you ever think you'd still be having this influence? And and certainly I know you wouldn't think that you'd have a musical and things like that. But God, man, what a career you've had. It's incredible. It's a dream. I wake up every morning and just think, how how did we ever get this lucky? Um, You know, I mean, obviously we dedicate our lives to it. We love it, and we always have done. And there's a great commitment to excellence. And there's a certain, um, there's always been a certain, you know, deep down belief that we had something special. But, you know, kids have that. (laughs) And I guess we still feel like kids. We still feel like there's something special. But but there are moments when I think, my God, how did this happen? How did did we get to this place where we we fulfilled so many of our dreams? I mean, that is amazing. When you think of the millions of people who had the same dream and it didn't work for them. Not many achieved that dream. Yeah. And you know, We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions, is the most downloaded streamed song of the 20th century that was made in the 20th century. I don't know if you saw that recently. No. Most downloaded. I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was. No. no it's now We no, Will Rock it's You. It's We Will Rock You. Huh. Yeah. And it's just uh, 
Well, I don't know. Well, Maybe it was Bohemian Rhapsody. It, I, well, it I'll was tell you one what. Of them. Uh, I would say on our morning show here in St. Louis on KC95, Learn and I were talking about this five years ago. I, I said, I wonder what our listeners think is the most iconic rock song at, at this particular moment in time. And we took a poll and we included Layla, mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. um, Stairway to Heaven. Um, what was it? Freebird. But Freebird. Yeah, Freebird was in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Remember, Nights in White Satin by Moody Blues for a long time was considered one of those iconic yes. songs. It's kind of fallen off the, mm-hmm. off the uh, uh, list now. But there was another one. Anyway, Bohemian Rhapsody won. And you stop Did and think really? about it now. Take, take out all this movie stuff because that wasn't even talked about five years ago. Uh, for, for, for Bohemian Rhapsody to have surpassed every other iconic rock song, on the list by the Stones, by the Beatles, mm-hmm. by Led Zeppelin, by everybody, is who who saw it coming? Because yeah. it's a weird song. It is a strange. It's you a know? song that was too long, and the record company thought it was too long, and they didn't want to put it out. Right. You know. Right. I do think it was "We, we Will Rock You" because of the sports and the stadiums. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody plays it. I think that's one of the reasons that it was one of the most or the most downloaded 20th century song. Yeah. I don't know. But, but, but now with the movie and everything, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen is hotter than they've ever been. Yeah. Probably. And one of the first times that We Are the Champion was used, because that came out 79, maybe, something like 78, 79. News of the World, was that 76? Se- I don't remember. No, no, no. It was, it was late 70s. It was. Uh, so when the Cardinals won the World Series in 1982, we played it at Bush Stadium on the uh, PA back then. And it wasn't Along new. With it wasn't new from Cool in the Game. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there was that too. <laughs> but when they actually won it that night, we we played uh, it. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, what, what's going on with you musically, or, or the rest of the guys, or planning well, you know, on anything, you, or anything like that? Sorry, uh, planning on doing anything? Or? Well, you know, this takes up so much of my life at the moment. This is full time. You know, producing this mu- musical and musically directing it, etc. Um, at the moment, we're putting on Vegas. We're also putting on Moscow. Mm. Um, the same, you know, but a different version of the same show, and also Cologne in Germany. Next week, next year, we're going to do a touring version in the states, and open in Toronto. So, you know, this is really full on, full time. I've never worked so hard in my life. Now, now, will you ever be playing with them? Occasionally, I get up. Yeah, yeah. If it's a special occasion, like an anniversary or something. I, I will get up and I will. Uh, do an appearance, you know, an apparition or something. And it's great. It's a great buzz for me. But, you know, the show doesn't need me. That's the great thing. Um, you know, it, it's a nice bonus, and I can go there, and it's a good boost for morale. Well, I'm sorry, Brian, but you have one of the most unique guitar tones in the world, and I find it very difficult, and I'm sure whoever is playing or is doing your stuff is, is quite good, but I find oh, it very difficult great. to believe that anybody could replicate what you do. Well, the great thing is they don't have to replicate. It's it's not a copy band situation. It's not a tribute band here. It's a real band, and and um, yes, there are certain disciplines. You know, sometimes there's pieces of guitar harmony, like the Killer Queen solo, which you want to do. But basically, those guitarists are there to be themselves and to play with their own passion, their own commitment, and their own style. So you know, I, there isn't that problem. And and you know, my stuff's not difficult. <laughs> you know, nothing I play has been that difficult. You know, they can do it, and they can bring something new to it, and that's a joy to me. If I go, you know, I go a lot to all the shows that we've put on, and and every night there's something that, that one of the players will, will pull out of the bag, and I think, yeah, great. You know, these people are still alive and thinking, and and uh, this is not a piece of of kind of dead, mummified history. You know, this is a living, breathing piece of work. I tell you, he, he has been uh, a very good salesman for this particular project. Yeah. 
And uh, I know there's a lot of interest in Queen, and it has been for a long time. I still have no interest in seeing a musical a about musical? Uh, the future uh, with Queen involved. That, that didn't, didn't get me at all. I can't I, say it does, but he, he sounds extremely humble. Oh, no doubt about that. <laughs> it's just, uh, and you know, and I think about the movie, about how Freddie, you know, came up to both of them in the alley after their singer quit. You know, is that the way that it really started? Yeah. You know, that's the, yeah. you know, we hadn't, the movie was 14 years away from, from being produced. So, you know, I couldn't, couldn't Well, they consulted that. on the movie, so it had, had to be some truth yeah, in it. I guess. Yeah. Man. How much more here? I don't know. It's well, a great way to look at it. Um, when is the uh, greatest hits coming out? Do you know? Uh, next month, as far as I know. Next month. Go, yeah. All right, and we'll uh, be uh, listening and watching the Jaguar commercials. And once again, We Will Rock You, hit musical that's been playing in London now. It's uh, based around Queen's music. We'll start in Las Vegas at the uh, Paris Hotel, which is just an awesome place. And uh, it will start September 8th. Preview start August 16th. And if you're going out to Vegas, you got to go. 877-ROCK-SHOW. 877-ROCK-SHOW. Hey, yeah, thanks. Brian May, thank you for uh, phoning today, and it was an uh, honor to talk to you. Great pleasure. Thanks very much for your support. All right. I'm going to play Dragon Attack now. What do you remember? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 he talks about Dragon Attack. About that song. Ah. <laughs> Anything special? Very proud of that song. I remember a time when the when the album had just come out and the Stones had just put out an album. And I remember sort of flicking, pressing the button in my car driving around the States. L.A., actually, I think. And, um, you know, hearing loads of Stones tracks and hearing Dragon Attack a lot of the time. And, uh, oh. Thinking, yeah, God, you know, we're part of life here. That's the great thing, to be part of the pulse of life. That is that is too cool. That's a great explanation. All right, here it is. Dragon Attack. Brian, thanks again. Okay. Very good. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Dragon Attack. Great KC classic. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we got the phone numbers out and everything. And, uh, it was, <laughs> hey, it was a good interview for Boz. Thanks, but Brian. It, Brian May, I mean, I, I still I, I listen to him, and he's such a monster on guitar, like that tone. I mean, yeah. anytime you don't even need to hear Freddie sing and, or don't even, you know, if it's a, a less popular song. Once he starts playing guitar, you know it's yeah. a Queen song. Yeah. You know. And as Queen always put on their albums back in the day, no synthesizers. Yeah. I mean, they... They yep. uh, they did it with just uh, production and and just sheer talent and and if you haven't uh, seen the movie go see it or it's, it should be out okay. on you know Netflix and all that soon but uh, if you're a Queen fan and you haven't seen it go see it yeah, yeah. I guess he's in his early seventies now is that the I case? have not looked I yeah, have, yeah. But he seems healthy and that's good that's and he's good worth one hundred seventy five million dollars so there that makes life a little easier <laughs> doesn't it all right uh, Queen. Uh, Freddie Mercury uh, gone for what, uh, like thirty years now? Almost, it's almost yeah. thirty years. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, but uh, Queen still lives on. Yep. Thank you, Brian May. Episode fourteen. Thanks for listening. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man. Favaz Casey Guy. Adios. Adios, motherfucker. Man, you are bad. I know. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.